0: She's passionate about helping you become the best mama you can be and is pulling back the curtain on experts advice for every area of our lives from eating for wellness, the best advice for littles, fashion and style, and everything in between. Get ready to get real. This is Not Your Mama's Podcast with your host, Christina Franci. Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Mama's podcast. My name is Christina, and today we have Emily. Emily Kay is an energetic advisor and founder of Aligned Energetics. In her work, she advises high-performance entrepreneurs to lead with conviction and hire, launch, and scale with complete confidence. She's passionate about helping her clients harness the power of their unique energetic framework, to mitigate risk and achieve their financial intentions. She is the host of Live Your Light podcast and the founder and designer of Sundari Swim, an eco-conscious body love swimwear brand. And her mission is to help entrepreneurs build a business that fuels their lifestyle. Well, Emily, that is so impressive. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me, Christina. I'm just like, I'm so excited about this podcast for you and also to watch you really spread your wings and shine in your capacity. It's so exciting to witness.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much.
1: Well, you're
0: very impressive yourself. And I would love the audience to get to know you a little bit more about your background. Um, and I'd also love to hear how you balance it all. You know, you're a full time mom to two little girls. You have two businesses, you have the swimwear and then you have the aligned energetics, you have your podcast. How do you maintain the balance? Uh, I know that's something that I'm still trying to work on myself.
1: Yeah. And I thank you for the question because I think there's a lot to the word balance. I think that there's a a narrative out there that speaks to everything having to be equal. And that's just not the way that the world works. Um, And so when we strive to have everything equal, we actually set ourselves up for disappointment. And so I let that balance idea go a long time ago. (laughs) Okay. Um, And when I let that go, I substituted that word balance for the idea of harmony how can I actually create harmony in every aspect of my life? How can I feel really good and present in my business at home with my kids at home at, you know, working on my, on my businesses, or, you know, even when I'm just with my husband, you know, how can I create that harmony? And when I, when I operate from that sense and that energy, it's, it's, it becomes harmonious. Everything comes in a way that feels really aligned versus me trying to strive for balance. You can already feel just like from me saying this, the difference there and the energetics behind it.
0: A hundred percent. I got chills. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that is such a better perspective to look at is the harmony. I mean, that that's just so genius to me. I feel like.
1: Yeah. And I think, thank you. I think um, so often we try to be like other people and the moment you so let me just back up a, quick, a second because I was not on this path for a good twenty years of my life. Um, I was on the the path that I thought was I was supposed to be on. I was a school teacher, and then I turned into a, a shifted into medical um, capital equipment sales for ten years, and I did everything to the books. I was, you know, I had the the two cars. I had, you know almost like seven figures. And I was just making so much money. And I felt so empty at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money, but there is something wrong if you're making money for the wrong reasons. And, and so I really, one day I realized like I needed to actually press the restart button and actually figure out what the heck, what the heck is going on here. I'm so disconnected from myself. So disconnected from my truth. And that was eating away at me in so many different ways. And I grew up as an athlete. So I was really trained to never give up, mm-hmm. to persevere no matter what. And and that really served me well um, in the corporate industry because my work ethic was unsurpassed. It was always really, really high end and high value. And and I and that's something that I really, I really pride myself on still to this day. But the other piece to that is like. What do you, what is, what is this? what is it? What am I actually depleting myself from? Am mm-hmm. I not being true to my truth, myself, who I meant here to be, if I'm going down that path and not honoring what's coming up for me and missing all the signals. Okay. So um, what happened was there was like this situation of like what I call the perfect storm mm-hmm. where, I was forced to pay attention. There were a bunch of different things that happened in my life at the time. And it was, it was my body shut down. It was that moment where I was like, okay, I need to, I can't, I can't not listen to this anymore. Yeah. So I, 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 in that moment, you know, decided to really, I I've been doing some reading and, and researching and all of that kind of stuff. And I just really fell into this energetics stuff and, it wouldn't I up until that point, I probably I, I was that person in the side the back of the room, like rolling my eyes and saying, Oh yeah, sure that uh-huh, sure, that does not work. Be- mm-hmm. Because I was I was so conditioned to believe that, you know, only the logic, only the sensible, only like the stuff that you can see is real. Until I was forced to see otherwise because of the the perfect storm pushed me in a direction where I be open. Okay. And so I just started doing some reading. I started, um, I went to a a weekend immersion retreat where um, it was called core energetics. And I talk about this on my show too, um, where I moved energy. I moved all the stagnant energy and um, I just went into it with an open mind and Mm -hmm. no expectations. And I came out and I had moved and transformed my personal energy so much that I started witnessing dramatic results immediately. And when I say dramatic results, um, I'm talking about, I met my husband two days later and today I like pinched myself because I'm like, gosh, I don't even know how I met him and how I calibrated to him because he is the living walking truth and example of everything that I teach. Like he is just so tapped in. Um, call himself deep or spiritual, but that's exactly, he doesn't need to, because he just operates from that place. And so I know for, without a shadow of a doubt that this guy is at a, was at a higher vibration than me. And I needed to work through that energetically in order to, to match him. And to this day, like that's my number one priority is managing my energy. And now I, um, I teach that. And that's what I do with my clients is really the intersection of our personal energy and business because our businesses are just an extension of us. It is a energetic entity on its own and an extension of us as the entrepreneur. So it really has to start with us managing our own personal energy and understanding us in a way that um, helps us drive it forward. We're creating from a space that feels empowering and aligned for us so that the result that you receive will match that. Mm -hmm. If you're... and let me just put it into another way. Um, so it makes sense. If we're creating from a place of obligation or scarcity, it's only going to attract that same type of energetic force. So you'll attract clients or you'll attract, um, negotiations, or you'll attract partners that are all operating from that vibrational status. Mm -hmm. So it's really about understanding how you can start to operate from your power and the way that we do that is I help you understand your energetic DNA is what I call it. Um, everybody has a recipe of sorts of different gifts and DNA that you are here to provide to be who you are. And it's beautiful that you are so different. everybody is different and has this different recipe. And what, what I find problematic is that the way that we are taught And the way we are conditioned at a young age is to fit into a specific box. And that doesn't work for everybody. Mm -hmm. It works for some people that that box match for, but realistically, like we all have different ways of of learning and experiencing and and taking in um, information. And so it's, that is so important when it comes to building out your business, like totally. the structure, the structure, the, um, the programs, the marketing, the sales, all of that has to be unique to in and in, in alignment with your unique energetic DNA. And so I, I, so often I find people that are really successful. Oh, when I say successful, like in their own, in their own, it's all relative, right. But mm-hmm. I find that they're really successful, but they've reached a place in their business where they're stagnant, where everything has kind of just stopped. They've done everything that they think that they need to do, and they just can't find the solution why they can't grow past 500K or 700K or whatever it is. And they've been stagnant in that space for a while, and they've done everything they could do. And they try, the way that they first try to operate and try to fix the problem is by putting... A band aid on it, saying, "Oh, well, it must be my sales. It must be my sales funnel. It must be my my programs." And could be very, mm-hmm. very re- realistically, it could be, but. Oftentimes what I'm finding is that it's actually the energetic component beyond that. That's, that's powering this in a way that's not actually, um, allowing them to grow. So what I do is I go in and I share what they are energetically. I help them understand the energetic blocks and restrictions are in place within themselves and within the business. And when I, uh, I help them clear that, and it's insane to see how tremendous their business can take off and unlocking those pieces of themselves, how it can actually ripple out into every asset of their, their life. So like their relationships, their health, like all these aspects of them that they didn't even think was related to the business started repairing itself and becoming more aligned as a byproduct.
0: Can you give an example of how you in get in tune with someone's energetic like DNA to help them, you know, become aligned with their business, their life, um, their motherhood, whatever it is like, what's something, how do you tap into that person?
1: Good question. So I use a modality called the Akashic Records, and the Akashic records. Um, I'll just explain it really in layman's terms real quick. We can go so deep on this. We can have a whole, we can have a whole episode on this. Sister. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but about, but explain the, to the audience. So the Akashic Records is really an energetic database. Um, it, it holds every thought, every action, everything that you have done since the day of your soul's incarnation. So that can go beyond um, your data. It can get beyond this lifetime, right? So like it can be many lifetimes of information. And you can imagine every thought and action, everything that's happened to you from this lifetime and lifetimes before this. It's so much information. So that's why it's really important to be very specific and ethical when I'm going in and, and reading somebody. So typically what I do is I go, in, um, and I've been doing this for a number of years and I've been actually just, I, I started out just by doing it to myself and doing it for my friends. And then I saw some, so much, <laughs> so many shifts happen really quickly for people that I was like, I can't deny this for other people. And I need to help people specifically in business. Mm-hmm. Um, So basically when I go in, I I do what I call energetic research. So every time I'm on the call with somebody, I have done two, three hours of, or even more sometimes of energetic research of helping me understand specifically about what block and restriction is in place and what energetically is showing up for you. I'll give you another example. So. Let's say that one of your energetic gifts is communication. And let's say that at a young age, your younger or your older brother scolded you for um, speaking out because you probably said something really wise and you looked really good in front of your parents. And um, he got super jealous. Like that's mm-hmm. just an example. It's pretty simplistic. Um, and so he scolded you and it continued to scold you and say, shut up, da da da, or whatever he said. So being having that as an energetic gift of communication, you've equated speaking your truth to not safe, right? So that doesn't feel safe to you. So instead the brain likes to maintain this state of equanimity. It likes to maintain this ability to be very stable and safe. So you can see how that's conflicting. So your brain is going to tell you not to speak up Mm -hmm. when your energy is saying, that's actually who you are. That's what you're designed to do. So what happens there is that it creates this block and the more times that you continue to not speak up, that block gets even greater and greater and greater, meaning you're not operating from your divinity. You're operating from this sheltered, scarred person. Mm-hmm. So let's say you come to me and that's one of your gifts and you're running a business now and you still have this belief and block in place because of what happened so long ago, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're not fear. seeing your business take off. You're not, you're not seeing your business take off. And, um, you're wondering why, like I'm doing everything I was told I was supposed to do. I've put the sales model in place. I've put these, um, you know, I've put these programs in place. It all looks exactly like my mentor told me to, to, to do it. And it's still not clicking. Well, that's where this work is really powerful because mm-hmm. I can help remind you of who you are, who you're meant to be and how you're divinely here to show up. And on top of that, um, I help you understand how to remove Take different patterns of choice. Take different action to shift that vibration and shift into a different place where you're removing those blocks that were not even supposed to be there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So what what happens as a byproduct to you taking that new action is that you receive more vital force energy. You receive this abundance. You start to feel so much better and vital, and you feel really, really confident and secure, which is the opposite of what you thought you would do. You would feel if you started speaking out. And so that's what always happens. When we go back to our original DNA, when we start operating from that energetic DNA and then creating from that space, Mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible to see how fast your business can take off and how fast your life can change. And it can happen in an instant if people are ready for it. So that's why I'm so passionate about this work. And I was actually, um, I was, I was hiding for so many years because I was afraid that people wouldn't receive it well. And so me not, do, me not sharing this actually was my way of, of blocking myself. Exactly. Um, and so the moment I decided to go fully in and say, oh, no, 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 um, we're doing this, um, that's when my business started just skyrocketing you know, I have a wait list now that I, you know, people just continue to like the retention is crazy. People don't want to get out of the program. So I'm trying to create something else where I can have the ability to, to reach more people and people can get in with, without being on the waiting list. So yeah, if you're, if you're, um, part of my, um, Instagram groups or anything like that, make sure to reach out. If you're interested in getting in any of this, um, energetic work, um, I'll have something coming for you in March. And I think a retreat that I'm going to be doing live in Sedona with one of my partners. Um, so it'll be really fun, but yeah, yeah
0: I can provide all the links below, uh, so people can sign up, check you out. Um, yeah. I know that, I mean, it sounds amazing. I'm like, I need this, you know, because I know <laughs> that like, for me, just even with this podcast, you know, sometimes I feel like I was meant to be a communicator and kind of, you know, be out there, but then I stopped because of, you know, certain things that happened in my life that made me feel like to hide, you know, and not to put myself out there. And, you know, this is me like stepping out of my own comfort zone and, you know, trying to to push back like the negative talk in my head and like the little demon that comes out and says, oh no, who do you think you are? You can't do that. Or, you know, you need to recluse to Um, your safe space and stuff. So, and I feel like a lot of women and men, but like, you know, we do that to ourselves all the time. You know, we, we want to feel safe. You know, we're afraid to stand in our power Know because, like you said, sometimes the constructs of society make us feel like we have to fit in this box. And with the school, you know, I always felt like it's like I'm still struggling, like, who am I supposed to be? What's you know, like, what's my purpose and all this stuff? And it's like, it's like the big question mark, you know, because we all just want to like feel fulfillment, we all want to feel like just explosion with passion with what we're doing and sometimes we get lost in trying to find that for ourselves and and we look in in the wrong places for the answers. So mm-hmm. I mean it's really great that you're doing this work to kind of help people and to sharing the gifts and the things that you've learned because
1: thank you. There's not
0: many people I mean there are people out there but not many, you know. I I found like what you're doing um extremely interesting and um and and great you know that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast so you can you know explain thank what your gifts you.
1: are yeah yeah and you know it'd be really interesting to go into your personal record and see like what actual um like what areas of your <clears throat> of your profile are shining through and like and maybe that example that I gave really hit something for you and so that oh yeah the communication why That could be why um, I I felt called to give that example. Yeah. I was like, is she reading me? (laughs) Yeah. And so that tends to happen. Um, It's so funny because like, yeah, it's a lot of times. And whenever I'm in a session, I like, I don't think that a lot of things don't make sense when I say it to um, myself, but when I say it to the person on the other end, Um, they're like, Holy crap. How did she know that? You know, I, I, so a lot of times this information really isn't for me and it's, you know, that's been really hard for me to actually um, step out of my own way because I've trained myself to be so logic based and very um, cerebral. But um, the other side is that it's not for me. So stepping back and giving this information with, and stepping out of, out of the way rather, you know, so that people can actually feel it and understand like, Oh, wow. Like you know, and I'm not supposed to understand it because it is mm-hmm. it isn't for me. It's not for my ego. It's for you. So like allowing my ego to step aside has been really it's been a really big it's been really hard, but also like really rewarding and beautiful to see how it unfolds for the other people out there.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure rewarding for you, you know, to see who you've helped blossom and and you know break through those barriers that were happening. Um yeah I know I'm learning some stuff from John Maxwell and no, you're fine. And from John Maxwell and, you know, part of connecting with people and communicating with people is dropping that ego, you know, and learning to do that because it's not about you, you know, you need to connect to your audience. Like who is that person that you're trying to connect to? And it's never about you. You know, if you're sitting over here worrying about what people think, what you look like, Uh, what do I want like what how do I want people to do like it my way? It's not about that. You have to look at it from their shoes, you know, and go from their perspective. And, you know, and and not (laughs) everyone's gonna be like you. And I do think, and like what you said, dropping the ego is probably one of the hardest things and not making it about you because especially in today's society, we make it about ourselves, you know, and how just, you know, with the internet and, you know, the social media and just kind of how the instant gratification things that we have with like fast food, fast deliveries, fast everything, you know, we don't even, we're not even able to take the time to like breathe for a second. We're so connected to our technology. Like if a package is a week to come, it's like, oh, this is too long, you know? So it's, it's (laughs) like, we really do need to take a step back breathe um and I was talking to someone the other day which I thought was great is like if something's not working like just take a pause you know it's okay to pause and analyze and you know go deep within and you know take the time it's not a failure thing so I definitely I totally resonate with with everything that you're saying I think it's um it's so insightful
1: yeah thank you and I think. Another thing is what really supported me is the mantra of, uh, when I slow down, things speed up and, you know, that can be, that can be take that in and let that land. However, it for, for you. But I think for me, at least I was always go, 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 go. Like if mm-hmm. I don't, if I don't show up, if I don't do this, if I don't post this and I don't do that, then things aren't going to, business is going to falter. And, that's really not the case. If you do something with full intention and do like less of the other busy work, think about how much better quality that is. Mm-hmm. And also when I, you know, something, you know, it was just Valentine's day and something, you know, I like for whatever reason, I just cringe at that holiday because <laughs> I think it's just so funny Like because I would prefer or to celebrate love every day instead of just one day, right? Yeah. But I think I think one of the big things is how can you love yourself enough to give yourself time, to give yourself space to think, to be to create, to do nothing. Sometimes it means loving yourself enough to not fill the gaps in your calendar. And that's an act of self-love, in my opinion, especially mm-hmm. today, you know, seeing. Seeing, like how many calendars are going on and you know how many meetings and this and that and this and that like gift yourself the opportunity to just to, to have a moment and yeah. see what rises because within those sacred moments when creativity has the freedom to rise and it's also within those moments that you get to see yourself again yeah but you, you can't it. really do that if you're constantly all over the place yeah
0: yeah. And I know one thing for me that I need to really work on and I'm sure a lot of people do um, is to just be in the moment, you know, to stay present in the present in the moment, like with your kids, like don't be on your phone, you know, don't be listening to something in your ear. Cause I tend to do that. Like I'm like a multitasker, super busy. It's like, okay, I'm listening to something in my ear and I'm like playing with my kids. And it's like, how present am I even in both things? Like, am I really listening? Am I really with my kids? Like, you know, and it's so hard and it's just a fast paced world. And I think you're right. You know, learning to slow down is something that is hard to do, I think but the most rewarding thing when you do it like take the time to meditate take the time to be with yourself and I know I need to work on that in my own personal life you know it's it's hard like taking care of other people sometimes you don't have the time to take care of yourself you know you fill up your cup last you know because you got your kids your husband you know the house work you We're not octopuses, you know. We don't have like <laughs> eight arms, like to be able to do everything at once, you know. And we can't like duplicate ourselves. So it's like whatever you do, you you'd have to know that like that task or whatever is going to not get done. And it's like being okay with that, you know. Like it's okay for me to take this time to be with myself alone instead of folding the laundry, you know. Like that's really not that important, you know. That's just a small example, but.
1: Right. No, I get it, and you know I have two kids too, and so it's. Um, I think another big piece there is, developing a sense of self-trust, like knowing, like that sense of like knowing that it'll all get done, <laughs> like yeah. it will get done. You've never proven that it won't, right? It will get done,
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: when you have that energy of, oh, it's cool, I got this, it'll get done, it you start to operate from a place of intentionality versus it being a struggle and and really force energy. Mm -hmm. And so it's really like, Oh, it'll get done. And I'll take care of that. I've never proven to myself that I've never been able to get it not done. Right. You know? And so it allows you to be present and really enjoy because there's, if, if you are quote unquote, trying to be present with your kids, but then you have in the back of your mind, Oh God, I, I really, I'm trying to be present, but I got to do all this stuff. I have to do, you know, I got to do the laundry and I didn't make the dinner. Blah, 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 blah. How present are you really? You're not. So that's why <laughs> it's, it's really about, you know, okay, I'm going to give myself 20 minutes and maybe that's way less than what people expect me to give my my kids, but you know, I'm gonna give them 20 minutes and that 20 minutes is going to be the best 20 minutes of their day. Mm-hmm. That's to, in my opinion, it's better, it's better to do that than to be, have this intermittent attention where mama, 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 dad, you know, you know, they're trying to get your attention and you're in one ear and out the other. Like you're literally like listening to a podcast or you're listening to a, of whatever it is. And then, you know, they're speaking to them, you know, half ass. it's like, that's not worth it.
0: Yeah, totally. And they, and will- they
1: can feel that they're, they're exactly. so smart. Like they can I was gonna feel say- that. Yeah.
0: They, they can feel it. They will remember that. And it goes by so fast with them. Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're never going to get it back, you know? And I think one of the things that I don't know, I wouldn't say fearful, but it's like, I just don't want to have regrets, you know, like, like look back and be like, God, I wish I was able to you know, be more present with them when they were younger, you know, I don't want to like, look back.
1: It's so kind funny you that. say this. I was just on a, um, I was speaking on a summit yesterday and that question came up is like, what are your regrets? And I'm like, cause I, I do an exercise with my clients called the legacy letter. Mm-hmm. And I'll just give you a little bit of information on that. So basically it's a letter that I, I wrote. I, I was speaking at my grandmother's funeral at her memorial, and. Um, I was writing out all these incredible things that she had done and how, who she was as a person. And Mm -hmm. it was that none of it was based off of of how much money she made or what she'd done and all this stuff. It's just like who she was, who she was being and what that made it, what how that translated in her life. And it was like this aha moment. And I was like, wow, like that is incredible. She is incredible. Like, how can I do that for myself? So I started to write from the future of me as on my deathbed. What can I do with my life that would create and cultivate that type of sense of being? And so I call it my legacy letter. And, and that question came up yesterday during the summit. And I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt that i am never i'm not going to have regret regrets of yeah. you know i am doing everything in alignment everything that i do right now i'm so proud of and i'm so i feel so good and fueled and you know i'm operating off of 3 hours of sleep because i have a teething baby and yeah. you know my my other daughter is having night terrors and like there's just a lot of stuff going on and i am here for it i'm here for it i love it like i'm yeah. just like this is life, you know? And so it's really that experience of being like owning it. And also just being really open to, to, to experiencing it all without trying to make it or force it to be something different than it is. Mm -hmm. And so I, I encourage anybody who is here listening or watching to try that legacy letter, write that out and see what comes through for you, because it'll be unique and profound, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. And, you know, going back to, you know, talking about speaking at your grandmother's funeral, um, you probably remembered how she made you feel. You know, I think one thing people will always remember is how you made them feel, you know, Did they make you feel good? You know, did they make you feel safe? Did they make you feel bad about yourself? You know, you will always remember that. And I think that's important to kind of remember. I feel like Mm -hmm. to write maybe in your legacy letter is how did I make people feel, you know, like, was I kind, you know, was Mm -hmm. I supportive or, you know, was I too harsh, was too hard on my kids or too harsh on my parents, you know, whatever it is, you know, like, and I think that's important because the feelings will always stick with you. So,
1: right. yeah. And that's, you know, I will say like, that's, that's the number one thing that I hear from people is that whenever they work with me, they feel clear and they feel seen, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have clarity in their next steps of life. They so Like everything that I do is really in the energetics, which is like hard for people to grasp because it's in the unseen. Right. Mm-hmm. But I bring it down into the grounded. I bring it into the practical. So it makes sense. So I I teach you how to start realigning back to yourself and how to cultivate that through different action steps. So people feel seen. They feel like I see their soul because that's truly, that's my gift. That's my energetic gift is truth and being able to see other people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. also allow them to see themselves. So it feels really good to, to hear that feedback from people. Um, because like you just said, you know, people don't remember what you say. They remember what you, how you made them feel. Exactly. And so, yeah. Well, I have
0: four questions that I ask all my guests at the end of each sure. show. So the first question is who and what inspires you?
1: Uh, gosh, that's so funny. Cause like if you would have asked me that like 2 years ago it would have been so different um i would say my husband and my kids if i can if i can ask, answer it that way of course you can answer it any way you want there's no rules yeah. <laughs> i think you know the kids inspire me to just appreciate the zest for the small things in Mm -hmm. life, you know, like seeing an airplane fly overhead or like looking at, um, a a billboard. My daughter gets so excited, you know, like those little things that we take for granted. And it's just like, Oh my gosh, everything in life sparkles for them. So it's really cool. I know. Yeah. Um, and then my husband's like the living walking example of what I teach. And so he is just this constant reminder that it, you it, it doesn't have to look spiritual to be spiritual or it doesn't have to be, you know, one way to be classified as a very, you know, stable or a woken up human. Like he is so on point. So he keeps me in my place because I always want to be at his level and really, we we work really well with each other energetically.
0: That's good. Yeah. And I'm sure you know, you always need the support, especially, you know, being a, an entrepreneur, you know, mother of his children, like, you know, it's good to have someone on the same level as you, because I know it makes it a lot difficult when, when they're not. (laughs) Okay. And go
1: ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, yeah, especially in the entrepreneurial world, like having somebody that's like your biggest cheerleader is so powerful. And he's that for me, he's just like, oh yeah, what are you going to do now? Like, what, how are you going to bring on this project? How are you doing this? And, and so like, I know that a lot of that, that success could be intimidating for others. And I only say that because I know that from previous relationships where it's been really tumultuous because of um, my drive and my ambition. And, um, and so I'm really grateful that he's, he's supportive. Okay. That's great. Okay. So
0: second question is what is something you wished you knew when you were younger?
1: Um, I think it would be that it doesn't have to look the same as everybody else in order for it to be right. Good answer. (laughs) Yeah. Good answer. Being yourself and, and creating from, from your truth is, is really the most powerful thing that's done numbers for myself and for my, my career.
0: Perfect. Okay. Number three is what's the essential part of your daily routine?
1: I love visualizing my day. So I do that at the end of the day, um, for the, for the, for the next day to come. So I, I typically have really you've, you've witnessed this. I have a lot of meetings every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I try to visualize how it would be a success from all angles. How can I go at this with the energy of love with creation, with joy, and how can I create freedom, freedom out of that? So my big word this year is freedom and how I want to embody and create more freedom for myself and for my family. And freedom is, um, it's subjective. It's, you know, it can mean something so different for others. Um, mm-hmm. um, for me, freedom means the ability to choose who I connect with, who I, you know, how I spend my day and all that kind of stuff. So when I visualize my day at the end of the, at the end of each day for the next day, it allows me to really feel grounded and, and powerful. Totally. And the last
0: question is best mm-hmm. advice
1: you've ever received. I don't know if it's what I received, it's what I kind of give. Um get your energy in check, manage your energy, and everything else will follow. Yeah,
0: that's great advice. <laughs> All right, Emily. Well, it was so lovely to have you on and so informative. Are there any last words that you want to say before we say goodbye?
1: Um, if any of you guys, if any of this landed or hit really deeply for you, um, feel free to check out my website. On my website, you'll have a, like a little quiz that pops up, which is um, supporting you and understanding your energetic superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, take that quiz and see what comes through for you. Cause you might get some clarity on how to take your next steps. And then um, yeah, get on my email list because I always send out free mini sessions and other really important things that can help really catapult your life and your business. So I'm excited to meet you all introduce yourself on Instagram to me. My handle is at it's Emily K Thomas. And thank you so much, Christina, for having me. It's so great to connect with you again.
0: I know. So nice to have you on. And all of Emily's information will be down below in the description box. Uh, So it'll be easy for you to find. And thank you again for listening on another episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast.
1: Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you in the next one.